This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, we are back with an instant reaction podcast here. David Lake and Gabby Urrutia recording after today's Mario Cristobal camp. Just a individual camp um about a hundred prospects or so 100 to 150 uh, mainly mainly younger prospects 2025s and younger uh, but a good day for them to get work in i want to start gabby with the juice with the news of the first official visit weekend in june you were all over it as usual and so i want to give you the opportunity and platform to uh roll through it here rapid fire each guy you're playing hurt we appreciate it gabby's under the weather but he's going to fill us in on what the immediate buzz is here coming out of this first official visit weekend uh yeah guys the playing definitely playing a little bit hurt um so i mean we'll start at the top uh five star defensive lineman kamarian franklin uh, wrapped up his visit, you know, nice and early this morning, uh, you know, just kind of over the weekend, uh, you know, while he was here, dropped that top five, uh, it was Miami, it was Auburn, um, it was Tennessee, it was Ole Miss and Florida State, big schools that made it, uh, you know, kind of the buzz I'm getting is that Miami does feel like Tennessee is probably the school that they're watching closest, uh, but they definitely feel like, uh, you know, they're right behind the volunteers, um, you know, they feel like they're very much in the thick of that recruitment um, still waiting to hear back from Kamari and Franklin. So hopefully I'll have uh, more on him, uh, you know, just directly from him soon. But I do feel like Miami's, you know, feels like they're, you know, again, very much, you know, in the thick of that. Uh, again, they're trying to sign the best defensive line class in the country. And Kamari and Franklin is very much in, in you know, at, at the top of that wish list of guys that they want. Um, we'll go to Jure Hawkins, the top 247 slot receiver out of Bradenton IMG Academy. Uh, he told me this morning that he has a commitment date of June 26 and a top three of Miami, Florida, and Penn State. Uh, it, it, to me, it just feels like Miami kind of set the tone for the summer. Uh, I think they set the bar really high uh, as far as the official visits go. Uh, he's been around the, the the program recently here, so I think Miami's just done a, a good job getting some face time with him. Uh, he seemed to be joined by some key family members. I think the time he came unofficially, it seemed like he was by himself or maybe with one other person, but he definitely had a you know a whole squad with him. Uh, I think there I think it was like five or six people that joined him on the visit. Uh, you know, everyone seemed to be enjoying themselves, and I, I think uh, again Miami did a really good job there. Nathaniel Joseph was his was his uh, was his host. And again, I think that's just a natural fit. And, you know, Ray Ray Joseph is obviously a great, uh, I think, guy to have, you know, someone, you know, just kind of be around on the visit. Um, let's go to four-star linebacker James Nesta out of North Carolina. Uh, I, think, I think Miami feels really, really good about where they're at in that recruitment coming out of the weekend. Uh, I do think that they were hoping maybe he would kind of pop. Uh, you know, kind of, you know, go through and just kind of shut things down. That didn't happen. But I think they felt like they really made a lot of progress. And uh, talking to James Nesta this morning, 
uh, I, I mean, it's, he basically told me Miami checked off all his boxes of culture, uh, development and education. He says he wants to be a business major and Miami is obviously a very, very good city to, you know, kind of pursue those, you know, career dreams. Uh, and then again, what they can do for him on the field. And they said he, he's a very versatile looking, uh, you know, linebacker, maybe he's an edge rusher, grows into an edge rusher, but he's a big time athlete. They're playing basketball at Mario Cristobal's house on Saturday night and he was doing like crazy like reverse layups and dunking and all that type of stuff they're saying someone told me he was hitting threes like he was Steph Curry so they just love the athletic profile he has a mid-90s fastball he's a legit baseball player I don't know how much baseball is going to factor into a decision but um, I do think that you know he 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 doesn't I don't know if he necessarily cares to play baseball but uh you know I think there's some around him that you know would like for him to continue but still I don't know how I don't think it's like a make or break type of thing with the baseball uh Wyatt Gilmore the four-star edge rusher out of uh Minnesota he's a top-ranked player in the state um I, I think Miami's done a really I think they did a really good job there I mean he they told him today you know, after his uh, exit interview that he was a plan A option that if he wanted to commit to them right there, right, right then and there, uh, they would take his commitment. And that's obviously with the understanding that they are bringing in a number of big time defensive linemen here this June 9th weekend and beyond. So I think it says a lot about how they feel about Wyatt Gilmore. Um, I, again, I, I think Miami's, uh, you know, in, a, in as good of a spot there as anybody else. He's going to see Kansas State, uh, Minnesota, Oregon and Oklahoma. <laughs> excuse me guys sorry uh who else who else we got in this mix oh uh demetrius freeney the junior college cornerback out of college of san mateo uh again didn't uh, got another guy who you know maybe they pressed a little bit he didn't shut down his recruitment uh he's gonna go see probably indiana uh but he has a commitment coming on june on june 9th uh that's next week so um you know i do think miami's in a good spot there uh, I think maybe there's some other schools that maybe has a clear path to early playing time, but he did tell me that Miami explained to him his path to getting on the field immediately as a junior college kid. He broke up, I mean, he broke up, I think, six passes. He intercepted two passes. I do think Miami feels like he can be a part of the rotation if he obviously works his way in there. But, uh, you know, curious to see uh, how the depth chart stuff uh, factors in with Miami. Already adding, what is it, I guess, uh, now that Terry Roberts transferred, it's three cornerbacks via the portal. Um, and then, uh, Draylon Miller is the other one. I honestly, I don't have a ton of Intel there, uh, over the weekend. It was kind of like, you know, it, it was just kind of iffy. Uh, I think he was, you know, he's not a name we've heard about a ton. Uh, I, I talked to our new 24, 24, sports regional, uh, Texas analyst, Mike Roach this morning. And he says that he's planning on talking with Draylon Miller, uh, this afternoon. So stay locked into inside the U and hopefully we'll have a, an update on that, uh, top 100 wide receiver, uh, by the time, uh, you know, this day ends. So just, uh, a few things to kind of keep in mind about this official visit weekend. Good stuff as always, Gabby. Um, last thing. I want to touch on here is the camp just a couple guys that popped um so gabby let's start at quarterback where a newcomer at miami central threw for shannon dawson and the um staff a lot of staffers were watching him definitely looks the part in terms of a six foot four quarterback on the thinner side but has a pretty good arm at this point in his development tell us about him yeah uh uh, bakeem kritza uh, six foot. I mean, all of six foot four. I mean, definitely a big, long body type. I, I think he has a lot of arm talent, natural arm talent. Again, I think he still has a long way to go uh, to develop physically, which is promising. 
Uh, you know, I, I think that he's already she's shown oh he showed a lot again. It's it's routes really on air. I guess one on one coverage that type of stuff. There's no real pressure in his face, so you obviously want to see how he responds when the bullets are flying. But again, just kind of watching him spinning it around the yard, I think he definitely has uh, you know a good enough. Um, I think he has good enough arm talent and uh, even accuracy touch i feel like is stuff that you know he can continue to work on but i mean it's it's all there again just considering the fact that he's only going to be a junior in high school next year uh he's going to go throw for a bunch of schools this summer uh said he loves miami loves shannon dawson loves the area the community uh so i do think the hurricanes are uh, you know a heavy heavy factor but he said he's going to go throw for uh, i think he said florida state georgia oregon ohio state i think he's going to visit texas a&m uh i think he said next weekend uh so you know there's definitely some schools that want to see him spin it around i wouldn't be surprised if that offer sheet starts to kind of come around if you know he impresses some of the right staffs uh you know over the course of the summer and then give us like two other names that are big names younger younger recruits of course but bigger names uh that did work out today as well yeah i think uh i think one is wade and charles uh, he was he was working as a wide receiver. We have him listed as an as a top two four seven athlete in that class of twenty twenty five. You know, I, I watched him a lot in the seven on seven circuit. Watched him here again today, and you know, I definitely think he's someone who could play receiver at the power five level. Um, you know, I, I you know he's performed. I think he performed here on Saturday as well. Um, so he was one name that I came in here definitely wanting to check out a little bit more. Uh, another one was uh, was is Jabari Brady. Uh, he's a 2026 out of, uh, Pom- uh, yeah, I guess Pompano Beach Monarch. Uh, he, I thought he did a lot of great things. He was taking reps on both sides of the ball, uh, made some great plays on offense, uh, you know, definitely did some good stuff, you know, even working as a corner. Uh, so there are a few guys I would also, you know, 20, a 20, another 2025 who I thought performed well was Jade Card, who's a wide receiver out of Miami, New Orleans. Uh, he, he made a couple really nice catches right in front of our face, David. So I think those those are definitely a few guys uh, that, you know, impressed. Good stuff. And also, too, just from my standpoint, uh, these camps are, are interesting as well because you can get eyes on uh, current guys on the team because uh, they help as counselors. And so some of the newcomers were out there helping. Uh, the the notable, notable guys that definitely looked the part already, uh, running back Mark Fletcher, Total beast, man child, uh, all of 6'1, 215, 220. Looks great, ready to go. Tommy Kinsler, massive guy. He was standing next to Samson Okanlola, who we all know is big. And uh, Tommy Kinsler probably has two inches on Samson. And of course, we already know he's he's thicker than, than Samson because uh, he projects as a guard, but he does carry that weight quite well. Staying on the O line, I thought and saw Nez Cooper today too. He's really trimmed down year over year uh his conditioning level looks good jakari brown definitely continues to thicken up adding nice weight to his frame he's probably pushing 225 uh in my opinion um anthony campbell new defensive line transfer i think he's all of 67 285 ish uh would you know definitely has the frame and ability to play this year play a role but i do think uh, in the future, in time, from a developmental standpoint, he would benefit from strengthening his lower half. Josh Horton, a freshman defensive tackle, definitely looks the part. I think his frame is bigger than Jared Harrison Hunt. Uh, but at this stage, you know, Jared's been in the program now for, what, three or four years. So he's probably got like 10 pounds on Horton. 
but you can tell how three or four years from now, Horton's going to be an impressive-looking specimen at defensive tackle. Uh, saw freshman linebackers, Marcellus Pulliam. Uh, he looks looks the part as a will linebacker, weak side linebacker. Popo Aguare, same. Um, and, yeah, I mean, that's that, those are the guys that are sticking out to me at this point. I would say, too, Samson Okunlola. I think has improved his conditioning level since arriving as an early enrollee as well. So lots of progress being made in the summer strength and conditioning program. And uh, good day overall, good weekend. Again, June's a busy time in talent acquisition season. We will bring another podcast here, maybe Wednesday, previewing the upcoming official visit weekend. It's going to be a big one, probably the biggest of the summer for Miami, that June 9th official visit weekend with somewhere between four and six five stars planning to visit next weekend so we'll be all over that as usual want to want to uh tell people too that at 24 7 we have a 60 percent off annual subscription deal going as well you can get a full year's uh vip coverage for about i believe it comes out to 43 44 bucks so um less than what four bucks a month And uh, so take advantage of that. If you're a listener to the podcast and looking for a reason to dive deep into this talent acquisition game. So appreciate everyone for listening as always. Gabby and David signing off from the 2016 Ford Escape in Coral Gables, Florida. Till next time. Take care.